Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. This is my dad, Ted. Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Knightsky. Have you ever stepped back and thought about being intentional in your connectedness with others? How you create opportunities for others to grow and interweave their learning, strategies, resources, and abilities? Well, I want you to. I want you to get to doing some smart thinking about this this week and give you a few ideas for putting together how you can take advantage of the power of pollination and sharing your learning everywhere you go, as well as learning everywhere you go, and creating a culture where people, whether young or old, are expected to share what they are learning together and what they're doing. The last few weeks, I've been in front of lots of people. One of the themes I see when there are large groups is that people tend to be a little guarded with their knowledge and experiences and not truly sure about sharing what they've learned. So you need to take charge and create opportunities for people to share all the ideas, perspectives, and the thoughts that they have. It takes a great deal of effort to get people to use the wisdom all around them. But most importantly, it takes a commitment to the idea that, from many, comes one really good concept. Leadership, especially Buffalo leadership, takes effort and a recognition that we are influencing a lot of people. And the more intentional we are about that leadership, the better. The better for everyone. Each of us, every day, is learning. Some of us are more curious than others. Some of us read more than others. Some of us are focused on professional development, have interests in a variety of topics, and some of us long for the opportunity to be with other people so that we can just talk about it, learn and grow together. Pollinating on purpose is really powerful. And this week, I want you to look around your world and think to yourself, who are people from different parts of my world that would benefit from being brought together and growing together? All problems are addressable. But in isolation, there's a significant chance of failure. And when it comes to successfully fixing what it is that is bothering us, well, we just need to come together. I've shared many times on this podcast about the importance of growing your perspectives and insights, especially by being intentional and seeking the input from others. And now I want to give you this frame moving forward and how I heard it. I was sitting in a meeting and a gentleman in his 80s said to me, I've been watching you for a while now, Ted, and I've come to the one conclusion about you, that you're a bumblebee. Everywhere you go, you pollinate, connect, and create with others. I really like that. I like that analogy, and I I really like that he named it. I guess we are all constantly connecting ourselves with others, but I like that he recognized what I was doing and named it, because I never thought about it that way. But I immediately went to my office after I heard that and started, and here's where there's more evidence that I'm a pretty big dork. I started researching the behaviors of bumblebees. Now, I love honey for two reasons. It tastes amazing, and it's pure. When I learned that one bumblebee will pollinate 5,000 flowers in a single day, it made me think of how much pollination is taking place in our lives. Now, I don't think any of us have connections with 5,000 people a day, but we do have connections each day. And I was also wondering how we can become more intentional about growing ourselves, our leadership, and as a result, our influence. Bees. (laughs) They're pretty amazing. Did you know that they can cover three yards in a second, that their wings beat 200 times per second, and they can cover up to 20 miles a day by themselves? That is a lot of movement, sharing, and pollination. Now, the volume of honey a single bee produces with all of that energy is also fascinating. One bee 
Traveling all of that distance and covering all of those flowers with an average lifespan of just 45 days, it will produce a whopping one-twelfth of a teaspoon of honey? Yep, one-twelfth of a teaspoon. That's a lot of effort. And here's what you need to consider. Together, a hive of bees working will visit two million flowers in that same time and travel 55,000 miles total, and they'll produce one pound of honey. Don't you just love that I rattled all of that off and it was likely 20 years of graduate assistants compiling all of that data? I mean, the study of bees, melatology. Oh, it's fascinating. All right, what's the point? The point is to get you thinking. What is your strategy to team with others so that you don't work your caboose off only to get 0.01 ounces of honey out of 45 days worth of work? Leadership takes intentional processes in order to grow, and friendships also take leadership. If you're sitting around magically waiting for everyone to include you in everything, you're going to be sitting around for a long time. So I want to share with you my pollinator strategy that I have employed, and it has changed everything about how I think about what I read, how I respond to it, and what I do with it. Now, a few years ago, I was listening to my mom talk about her book club, the wine they drank, and the crustless sandwiches they were eating once a month. But the joy they got out of collectively reading a book together really engaged me. Now, frankly, as she described the interactions, it reminded me of what I thought of literature class in high school, with everyone being prompted by a teacher to figure out what the text was all about together. Well, I mean, I didn't have wine and sandwiches in high school. That might have made Robert Frost more engaging. But as I listened to my mom talk about the growth she had, the arguments they enjoyed, and the perspectives of the text they each brought, I was a little jealous. Then I heard a woman I worked with talk about a similar book club. Then my mother-in-law. And I just couldn't stop thinking about how do I get into one of these book clubs? Well, I decided to do something about it. So I started my own. And I decided to approach it very differently. Now, not a lot of my friends are readers. So I didn't have a group of like local buddies that were interested in reading a book on leadership with me every couple months. But then, as I was in my different social circles, I started to pick up on a theme. In every one of my social circles, in every lane of my social life, there was someone who was a reader, someone who wanted to grow professionally and personally and and learn more, and wanted to have drinks and food and talk about it. Now, here's my challenge for you. Be a bumblebee and create your own opportunities to learn and grow. Find others who share a desire to grow and then bring your hive together. Friendship needs leadership. Now, without disclosing everything about our book club, I want to tell you how intentional I was in bringing the group together, how it has pushed us all individually and how wildly different we can be with our interpretations and conclusions and how we engage each other in genuinely caring and conflicting ways. Our group was conceived as I was thinking about forming it a few years ago. I started to casually listen to the leaders around me who were readers in different parts of my life. And then, well, I have to admit selfishly, I tried to find people from very different professions and experiences so that I could create a personal collaborative experience charged with risk. I didn't want a bunch of my lifetime friends from the same homogenized group to get together, so I began inviting people from different lanes of my life and people that did not really intersect that much prior to being brought together with me around the common idea of reading the same book. So I invited my friend Dave, who I met sitting on the sidelines and traveling around with our sons in their soccer club. My friend Tim, who I met years back working together in the same community in very different jobs. 
My friend Steve, who was a mutual acquaintance of another friend of ours, who I became friends with from my hometown, but was an avid leader and reader. My friend Mark, who's an entrepreneur and has a daughter who's the same age as mine, and we've been close friends my whole life. My friend Jim, whose wife and my wife were best friends growing up, and as a result, we've become good friends and colleagues from years ago. And another guy named Mark, who I met through my executive coaching group. And another guy named Mark, who was my state-assigned mentor almost 20 years ago when we went into the business of school administration. But we became quick friends, and we've been that way for decades. Our group has qualities that teams who've worked together for decades do not have. Vulnerability. Honesty, integrity, concern and care for one another, a willingness to confront each other, and a collaborative curiosity. Throw in that the fact that no one's really afraid to challenge another member, and we're a little literal powerhouse of ideas, reflection, and learning. No one can beat us as a team. Now, when I conceived of the idea, I did it as an experiment and thought to myself, if it works, we'll keep doing it. And if it fails, well, I'll try something else. But it didn't fail. I have not had to try anything else because this is working. We learn a ton from each other each and every time we get together. We have immense gratitude for our willingness to push each other in different directions and bring different perspectives. And we love the time and effort that we put into the learning and leading with each other as a group. These were men who were almost complete strangers and were brought together by one of us. Now, a few years later, when we get together, we take maybe 10 minutes to catch up And then it becomes a master's class in learning, confrontation, and being open to others' ideas. We never agree on the intent of the author. We challenge the author's intent, their data, their research. We defend each other's points of view or we challenge them. We evolve our positions as we sit there. And we find that most of us underline the identical things in the book. And we almost always find ourselves truly arguing with spirit. And no one's ever worried of offending someone else because we learned It's okay to challenge each other. We have different life experiences, education levels, incomes, faiths, and ideas. We come ready to learn, grow, and challenge. And every time we get together, that is exactly what happens. We read books about leadership, discuss how we've applied it. We question each other and often counsel each other and provide ideas for growth. Some members of the group were avid readers before, and for some, these are the only books they'll read all year. But it doesn't matter, because the pollination that occurs when we're together... It's insane. Each time someone makes a point, another book will be referenced and another note is taken. Then we'll hear how people have employed the ideas, the strategies, or won't ever apply them. And we discuss the learning in our life and workplace. And we make lots of honey. I also spend a lot of money because my stupid Amazon app is right there. And usually Steve drops in five other books he's read about the same topic. And the next day, they're at my doorstep. Now, I share all this with you as a challenge and a reflection. How do you intentionally bring together people who will push you, challenge your ideas, and allow all of you to grow together? Too often, we allow people to pick their teams and they stay comfortable. Our group got together for the first time in a restaurant. We had a beer and immediately began talking about the book. The only thing the whole group had in common was that they knew me. But we also had that book in common. So that's what we talked about. And the very first meeting was electric. It was eclectic, with people sharing life experiences, challenging each other's perspectives, and not personalities. And now, years later, each interaction is the same. So how can you pollinate and connect all the different leaders in your life? One commonality is the book. The second is the willingness to grow. And then finally, well, we have a genuine willingness to support 
what was a stranger, but is now a friend. And friendship takes leadership. And leadership needs friendship. And in order for those two conditions to take place, well, somebody's got to step forward to make it happen. And that someone is you. The reflection this week is how are you ensuring that all of the wonderful people in your life can benefit from knowing you? How can you create the conditions so that people in your spheres can develop, grow, and increase their leadership because of your efforts? Here's the deal. When we continue to be around the same people and expect significantly different behaviors, we're being naive. We need to grow ourselves and be willing to learn from others. It is very difficult with people you're with all of the time to get them past their narratives, past their biases, to move forward from the sins of the past. But you can shift as a result of outside influences on you that allow you to see them differently, to bring different perspectives, and then bring those back to all of the people in your life. The ways in which this group, our book club, has challenged my thinking, challenged my perspectives, and increased my empathy for others is incredibly valuable to me. You've got a gigantic hive in your life, so many opportunities to share your skills and knowledge, so many other people to learn from. Now, does it have to be a book club? No, you can share an experience together and debrief afterwards. Things like going to a conference, sharing out a TED Talk, and having all of the different people in your life respond to it. Everyone who doesn't know each other. You can share an article and bring a group of people together with a prompt. Prompts like, from your learning, what can you employ to serve others? What did you read that you did not agree with? And what were key ideas and quotes you've taken away from your learning? You can bring people together around a single problem statement that you need help figuring out. You need strategies from. And you bring five or six people from different spheres of your life into the same room, drop the problem in the middle, and ask them, what do you think we should do? And suddenly, quick friendships emerge because people have something in common. I'm in three different groups like this in my life, where we are intentionally brought together to learn, support, and challenge each other. All of them. And every time. They leave me stronger. In mind, fitter in soul, and affirmed. Bees will touch a lot of different flowers in a day. They'll travel all over the place. They'll work together. They'll collect a huge variety of stuff. Imagine if you, in your day, found ways to intentionally challenge yourself, bring others together, and pollinate in order to produce more leadership. So let's do some smart thinking. Describe how you can bring together others in an effort to grow leaders. List people that would benefit from coming together to learn and grow. And describe processes you could employ to challenge your own perspectives. That's it. That's the Smart Thinking Podcast. Hey, as always, thank you for listening and please rate and share this podcast with others. Also, remember to take some risks in your leadership and use this as a tool to support those around you. And as always, thank you to the Well Pennies for the great music. Now, as we close out here, I want to challenge you to grow your network. I want you to start to think about how intentional you are, pollinating with purpose. A bee lives 45 days. It is industrious and purposeful in all of its actions every minute of its life. The bee works collaboratively with others and makes a product that supports the entire hive and makes my tea and pizza crust delicious. Thank you, bees. Bees produce their own energy. They thrive off the work of each other, and they protect the hive. And this is your charge. You as a leader, as a buffalo, need to find ways to continually grow from others. Be industrious and perseverant in your pursuit of more leadership skills and mostly, and most importantly, your own growth. One ounce of honey, one ounce of honey given to a single bee would actually give that bee enough energy to fly around the globe. How much energy do you need to get through your next project, your next adventure, 
your next challenge. I mean, one bee by itself can only produce one twelfth of an ounce, but if you gave that thing a whole ounce, whoo, wow. But with others, a little extra honey can propel that bee the distance never imagined by that bee. Find yourself groups to fuel you, produce more with you, and provide you the learning and leadership needed in an effort to go next level so that you're better for yourself, which means you're best for others. There's always a storm approaching and we will forever be running into them, but it'll be a little sweeter journey if you fuel yourself with the wisdom from your hive. Now this week's song is from Andrew Hoyt's new album. Now take a listen to this great new song called Can or Can't. I thought it was appropriate. I'm living my life like a lie, seeing so many words in a silence, stuck in my head. But tired of waiting for someone to turn all the lights on. I'm duck duck goosing and wading through the water, cause I'm scared of what's underneath my self. Wondering what it can be like to not hold back and live life without pretense. It's time to believe and be bold. Can't steal this weight till I'm old. Looking back, feeling sad. I Try. I'm gonna let myself fly and be all of myself. My heart, my nerve is to share who I am. Can't stop thinking about their thoughts and what I can or can't. I hate it. I've been sailing out to the ocean I can't believe it's time to come back to shore And I've been so far gone for too long And dreaming about what I'm missing out on Myself, my heart, I'm nervous to share who I am can't stop thinking about their thoughts What I can or can't I'm talking myself Oh, oh, oh. 
know 